0: Welcome to My Road So Far, the enlightening podcast that takes you on a transformative journey through wellness. I'm your host, Roxanne, and it is my pleasure to guide you through the intricacies of mental, physical, and spiritual health. I'll be sharing the knowledge that I have obtained over the years as a personal trainer, nutrition coach, and now as a wellness coach, as well as sharing with you my personal journey to well-being, making this exploration all the more authentic and relatable. So let's uncover the secrets to a fulfilling and balanced life. Welcome back to the My Road So Far podcast. And we just wrapped up our wellness goal setting series earlier this week. If you missed it, no worries. You can always go back and binge the entire series at your convenience. I will have to say that is one of the things that I really love about podcasting and listening to podcasts is that I can listen to them at time and I really do enjoy binging them just kind of like when you're binging binging a TV show or something like that I have been doing quite a bit lately one of the bigger things is that me and my husband flew out to Charleston South Carolina this past weekend for my friend's wedding it was a nice break from the cold I have really missed that area we've lived there a couple times um throughout our marriage. And it is definitely one of the places that we really enjoy living, we enjoy visiting, and it's something that we will one day, hopefully, live back in that area. It definitely was revisiting it, brought back a lot of those emotions, and it just is a place that we really enjoy. The atmosphere, the energy of the area, the closeness of the beaches, I loved being able to go out to the beach in the morning and walk along the beach to start my day. It definitely was very relaxing and really helped me ground myself for the day. So that is something I've been missing. We had a really nice time. Like I said, we got a break from the cold weather, but we are now back home. It was just a quick trip and we are getting back into the swing of things. That is one thing I kind of wasn't expecting this past trip. Is that adjustment that I was gonna need when I came back? Because it was a shorter trip, I figured that I wouldn't need the adjustment, but this time I definitely needed it. It was definitely the energy was just a little off, but I think that has to go with a lot of different things that are going on right now, energetically in general. But that's just kind of what I've experienced. A big part of the energy is that there is like a major shift going on within my life right now. I have did a big I did a big release ritual on the most recent full moon, um, and a lot of it had to do with some more of the conditioning that I have around health and fitness, beliefs that I used to have about health and fitness, and really letting fully go of those. I definitely felt like I was still trying to like, cling on to these beliefs because they were safe. And there was a lot of fear behind of letting go of those and really stepping forward into my passion of health and wellness. It has been something that I have been working on really for the past two years, really deconstructing and breaking down my beliefs on health and wellness. And with more of my awareness being on this and the focus, things are constantly coming up within my life to bring me back to this. So doing that big release is really shifting shifting a lot of things energetic for me and energetically for me right now. And words, I guess, are going to be kind of hard today, which is fine. They're always hard today. is just going to be one of those things that it stands out. With this shift that is coming for me, I am really leaning into aligning my physical and energetical bodies together and focusing on really the experience that I'm having on both sides and how they connect, how they affect each other. So that is something that I am putting more of my focus on. It was already there in awareness. It's already something I've been working on, but it really is this huge shift to this is going to be my main focus. As I start to become more focused on this, I felt like today would be a great day to talk about transformations and healing that can come with going, or sorry, with doing inner healing, building healthy relationships with your body and leaning into your emotions and deconstructing your conditioning around health and wellness. The first thing that I want to touch on is really what does it mean to deconstruct your conditioning around any given subject? And this really is one aspect that has really helped me in a lot of areas of my life and a lot of my inner healing and more people are participating in this for health and wellness it's more of looking at those beliefs and those ideas and ideals that you have about health and wellness and it uses a lot of self-reflection and really asking questions of what is the reasoning behind this assumption i have about health and wellness is this belief something that is true to me? Is it something that actually makes sense? And it brings about a lot of self-awareness with the health and wellness. It allows you to also kind of break free from those automatic responses. For example, when someone asks you, oh, what's the health and wellness goal you have? A lot of times people are like, oh, lose weight, healthier habits. So instead of that automatic response of this is what I'm supposed to say, you actually can come from it from a different angle of, oh, I am going to start meditating more to help me to better manage my stress. That would be something that is considered a wellness goal and Never would have thought of it that way before because when someone asks about health and wellness, we immediately go to something that's going to improve our physical appearance or something that is basically the standard response. But when you start questioning your beliefs about health and wellness and those expectations that we have about health and wellness... That is when you're starting to deconstruct these beliefs, this conditioning that we were told this is what it needs to look like. And you start to find what resonates better for you. An example for me for this is that the belief that the only way to do nutrition was to talk about macronutrients, micronutrients, how many calories you're eating, how many calories you're burning and there is so much more to that as well as that does not work for everybody for some people those types of processes of working with nutrition overwhelms them their system it makes it they end up developing unhealthy habits they do not have good relationships with food they see food more as an enemy so really starting to take apart that belief and knowing yes the science behind it is very true. That is, that's the truth, but it doesn't mean that that's the only way to go about it and that there are different ways and each individual is going to have a specific way that's gonna work best for them. So that's an example of kind of starting to deconstruct this conditioning of, oh, this is what I've been taught, this is what I've been told, this is how I have to do it, to start questioning it. Yes, I know the science behind all this is legit. There is a reason for it, and it can be very beneficial to use that tool, but that's not the only way it can be done, and it's not the only way it has to be done. So that is part of some of the deconstruction I've been doing around health and wellness that has really helped me heal in a lot of ways, and it's helped me to become a better coach for my clients as well. Because most of my clients, they come to me and they have a very unhealthy relationship with health and fitness. They're looking to not have to worry about having a meal plan and exercising so many times a week. And sometimes even the mention of like food in general can give them anxiety. Moving away from that and really like starting to question those beliefs I had around health and fitness is one of the ways that I've been able to do a lot of inner healing as well as helping my clients so that they are not feeling overwhelmed and stuck in this constant cycle of going on diets, doing intense workouts, and really not being happy with the results. The next thing I wanted to talk about was what I mean by building a relationship with your body. And it is done like literally, the way you build a relationship with anybody, it's through communication and through being a good listener and really acknowledging that your body has something to tell you. Starting this is a little difficult because a lot of times we've either disassociated from our bodies or we have just we have this belief that our body is always working against us that it's our worst enemy and that it's betrayed us and that it we can't trust our body and we have to like force it to do these things in order to be healthy. And the thing is, is that that is a conditioning that we have been taught. And again, building a relationship with your body is really deconstructing those conditionings that we have towards our body. Because when we build a relationship with with our body. We start to connect to it. And one of the first things I do with my clients is looking at our hunger and full signals because those are ones that we have completely turned off in a lot of ways because of our beliefs around dieting and eating and only feeling 80% full or only eating in a certain window of time frame. Um, doing exercises that are extremely intense to the point that we can't move the next day. So instead of doing that, we listen to our body. We take time to hone in on when we're feeling hungry, doing body scans in the morning and really starting to eat breakfast so that you can learn your hunger signal for morning time. Because that is probably one of the most popular meals where people are skipping because they don't feel hungry. So that's kind of where I usually start with my clients with connecting with the body is learning the hunger and full signals. And from there we work on rest, we work on movement. So it really just keeps building up on each other and starting to treat our body like a friend, like a loved one, showing it compassion. That is another big process that... That is another concept that I work with my clients on a lot is self-compassion. We are taught over and over to show others compassion, but never to show ourselves compassion and to show our body compassion. And that is one part of building that relationship with your body. A big part of the transformation and healing that can come with doing inner healing for wellness is leaning into your emotions and learning how to process your emotions One of the things that I learned more recently and did not realize this was somatic healing at the beginning of this process. So it was really interesting how this all kind of ended up lining up together and everything. And that is processing your emotions within your body, because when we feel emotions, our body processes them if we allow it to. And here's the key thing. A lot of times we don't. The best example of this is stress. When you don't process the emotion of stress, it builds up and we get tension. We talk about tension in our shoulders or necks, tension, headaches from stress. And that is the response that we get from our body when we don't allow ourselves, we don't allow the body to process it. So with somatic healing, you really take that time to feel into the emotion, find out where you're feeling it within your body and give your body that chance to process the emotion. Because sometimes what you'll find is when you do find one of those emotions that are stuck within your body and you allow your body to process it, pain that may have been in your shoulder is all of a sudden gone. Now, I'm not saying that this will cure all pain that you're having in your body, or it will cure chronic pain or anything like that. It's not what I'm saying. I am saying in some instances that that is what's going on within your body. So it's something I do talk to my clients about with how our body does hold on to emotions if we don't allow it to process the emotion. Lastly, I want to touch on what inner healing can look like and more of the aspects of the different things you can do to start healing internally. Of course, therapy is the first one that everybody's going to think about going to a therapist, talking to a therapist, getting help with that and processing the different things that come up in there. Another type of way to do inner healing is shadow work. And that is more of bringing basically what you have repressed and hidden in your shadow forward and giving yourself this time to really process it and feel it. A lot of times, what one way we can find an aspect of our shadow is when there are certain things that happen that trigger us, that bring up a really strong emotion. And that could be something as simple as a specific person called you that hasn't, you haven't talked to them in years. And all of a sudden you've got this rush of anxiety within your body because they called and reached out to you. And once you pause to really feel into that anxiety, you may remember what happened then. But if not, it's good to remember to be very much in the present and acknowledge that you are safe here in the present. It's okay to feel anxious about it. And that's where you start doing that leaning into the motions, letting your body process it, and then starting to really reflect on that and seeing where that may have happened and how you can go ahead and start healing from that. So that's just like a very watered down example of what shadow work can look like. It looks very different from person to person and who you are practicing shadow work with. So that is another thing is that you will see different ways of doing it. I am definitely going to have a future episode that's like strictly dedicated to shadow work because that has made such an impact in my life. I do have sometimes a hard time kind of explaining it. So more than likely, I will get someone on here with me to talk about shadow work. And so you can get a better idea of what it is and what it can look like and how it kind of can be something that really helps you to heal a lot. I have talked about these four different things that you can use to help you with doing a lot of healing and getting um, a big transformation from it. But what do the results look like when you are working on your health and wellness? I'll be honest, you may not notice the results right away because it's not something that you can show in before before and after pictures. It is not something that you can show with numbers. It is a result of realizing how far you have come by your reaction to certain events. In November, I got a message from a fitness coach telling me that they loved my content. And this made me really excited because I have moved away from the traditional fitness coaching. I have been deconstructing a lot of my beliefs, beliefs that I've had, used to have about fitness, about what fitness was and nutrition was in a lot of different ways. And my approach to health and fitness has changed drastically as well. And you will start seeing that even more on my Instagram page as we move forward into 2024. But at this point, it's still Maybe it wasn't as evident of the route I was going with health and wellness. And here's the thing. I got excited about this. And so, of course, it made me feel good. I felt like, you know, I was getting my message across to people who are in my field. And that's what got me the most excited. But what happened next? um, Yeah, it kind of surprised me. Um, This person immediately followed up by asking, what my weight loss goals were for the coming year. And totally insert eye roll, because that's how I felt when they asked that question. I I was stumped. They said that they had been looking at my content and they loved my content. And if they looked at that, they would know that I I personally am not focusing on weight loss and that is not in the place that I am because I do talk a lot about working more, especially for 2023, finding balance within mind, body, and spirit for my personal health and really focusing on that. It really did start making me wonder, were they even taking a look at my content? Because I'm never going to go onto someone's page and be like, Hey, I like your content and then try to sell you something that doesn't go along at all with what I've seen in your content. So let me step back from that now. After my initial, like, did they really even try? That was the first thing. Did they, they actually try looking at my content? You never know. They may have. And I realized that my reaction to this comment was actually completely different from what it would have been in my past. And I was kind of fascinated at this because it pointed out to me how much healing I have actually done. I will give you an example of what my typical response would have been in the past. Even as a fitness coach and a personal trainer, this is the typical response I would have had immediately with someone asking me something like that. I would have gone into a spiral. Do I need to increase my workouts? Do I need to cut more calories? Maybe I need to fast and you know cut down the hours I'm eating during the day. Um, I would point out all the things that are wrong with my body and how they do not fit into the societal ideal of what a physical body should look like for a woman or how I don't fit the fitness model look. As a health and fitness person, I honestly, I never have, I've never been one of those people who slims down really easily or has as defined muscles. That's just not what my body type is. I would have went into an endless cycle of negative self-talk and everything that I need to do to fix my physical appearance so that I would not get that kind of question. That is what I used to do. On a regular basis, I would stand in the mirror and I would point out every little flaw about my body. The amount of doubt and fear I would have been plagued with would have been off the charts. It would have not been a very healthy reaction. And there were a lot of times that I went to those places when I was a personal trainer, when I was a new mom, when I was in high school. It has been a way that I have looked at health and wellness and this ideal of what health and wellness should look like physically within the physical body. But the thing is, that isn't what happened this time. I was in a very neutral nervous system. I knew that they were just trying to sell their coaching, just like I try to sell mine. I know what I am looking to do with my health and wellness, and I'm confident in the path that I have chosen. I would not have been able to say that in the past. I would not have been able to react the way I did in the past. That was an eye-opener. I realized how far I have come. I don't have before and after pictures of this physical change. I don't have a number on the scale that I can measure. I I have journal entries is one of the biggest ways that I have been able, able to record my progress. But until you actually go through a situation where you're put in that dynamic again, you don't always realize how much you healed. I am the healthiest I have ever been in a long time. My life has balance that I cherish wholeheartedly. I lean into the needs of my body and focus on the here and now with the practice of mindfulness. This message that I got in my DMs gave me an opportunity to see how far I truly have come. And I am so gar- I'm and I am so grateful for that person messaging me. This is the same type of transformation that I help my clients reach. A place where offhanded comments no longer trigger a reaction within your body that sends you into those past traumas. A transformation where you can be confident within your own skin. A transformation where you can truly know how to connect with your body, listen to your body, and advocate for your body and what it needs. A transformation where you have balance and mind, body, and spirit. If you are ready to have this same transformation, I am accepting clients in my one-on-one intuitive wellness coaching program right now. To get started... Head over to the website www.bit.ly slash wellness coaching application. This gets you on a free call to find out if intuitive wellness coaching is the right fit for you. All this information is in the show notes as well as how to get a hold of me. You can find me on Instagram at my far wellness or you can email me at roxanne at myroadsofar this episode has definitely been in the works and just finding the right time to record it and to release it has been just one thing after the other. But I do know that as these different episodes come out, they each come out when they're meant to come out, when someone needs to hear that they can have this kind of transformation and it doesn't have to look like the traditional health and fitness types of ways that we see that we truly are surrounded by on a daily basis. My DMs are always open on Instagram and you're always more than welcome to email me as well if you have any questions or if you're wanting to learn more. I hope everyone has a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Thank you for joining me on My Road So Far podcast. Remember, wellness is a continuous journey, not a destination. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform. If you're ready to take the next step on your wellness journey, message or email me today about my one-on-one wellness coaching. Until next time, keep nurturing your mind, honoring your body, and embracing the wonder of your spirit. This is Roxanne signing off.